Get ready to be mind blown. And now for today's hashtag lane hack with just the tip. Run, don't walk your way to simplepassivecashflow.com and sign up for the Hooby Pipeline Club and get in on the deal flow. Hey guys, this is a Simple Passive Cashflow podcast and uh, today's going to be a little bit more personal post. You guys are watching on YouTube wearing the student loan suck t-shirt. Got this from FinCon. I love free shirts. Uh, it's kind of probably why I like going to work and getting a paycheck and doing this on the side too. Today, I'm going to be talking about investing in diamonds. And it's a kind of a strange topic. I know a lot of you guys think, well, it's, I guess it's a hard asset. But no, I'm actually uh, got engaged recently. And I'm going to be kind of talking about how to buy a diamond ring Um Yes, I'm currently have a verbal agreement to put together a long-term joint venture with and then due diligence period here with multiple time extensions, if you want to be as literal as that. Traditionally, a down payment for such a transaction as a ring is not, there's no down payment, there's no financing, you buy the whole thing. So it makes this transaction extra extra special, if you want to call it that. So hopefully, if you haven't gone through this experience before you can kind of learn from some of what I've learned in the past few months about curing this rare commodity. If not, I hope you find this entertaining and uh, maybe you can forward it to some people who need it. But I'm not really talking about real estate in this podcast. So if you want to just go to the next one, no hard feelings there. Just uh, make sure you guys sign up for that Who You Deal Pipeline Club at simplepassivecashflow.com backslash club. But we'll move on here. So for those who haven't caught on yet, we're talking about diamonds today. And I think everybody knows that you get pretty much ripped off by a retail brick and mortar jeweler, even those uh, supposedly value friends at Fred Meyer Jewelers, because you have to pay for all the overhead and other unsophisticated and emotional buyers. Plus, I don't like all the sleazy sales tactics when I go in there and it's a huge time suck experience. I'm more of a internet guy and I like to do my shopping and get all my information and then, and then make a purchase without really talking to a human. I think in, in the back of my head, and I, I've kind of realized this, that in the diamond market, it's all sort of rigged, sort of like the sunglasses world where all the brands are owned by um, Audica. I've got an article there in the show notes um, where they own like all Ray-Ban, Oakley. I don't even know all the other ones, but they pretty much own all the sunglasses and sunglasses hot. Some people say that they haggle for a better price in person, but that takes a lot of time. And I'm not into spending like hours and hours to get like a $500 discount. For me, time is money these days, but I'm also in the first stage of learning of the four stages of learning. I don't know what I don't know about diamonds. So here's what I did. I turned my attention to the top three sites using Google and Reddit forms. And I also consulted a bunch of friends who did this in the past recently. And I found out that the top three diamond providers are Blue Mile, James Allen, and Rare Carrot. Again, Blue Nile, James Allen, and Rare Carrot. I was happy getting the approximate market value on the website. And I trusted the overall grading system in the online store. But what I really liked about these websites is that they allow you to sort hundreds of diamonds in and sort of an online spreadsheet where you get to sort function based on different attributes. And this is sort of where the big four C's that you hear about all the time, carrot weight, color, clarity, and cut. Unfortunately, you can't buy the fifth C, which is confidence. Not to be confused with the three C's of evaluating people in your network, which are character, competence, and commitment, by the way. 
So if you'd like to know about more than 80% of the people out there, maybe just go take 10 minutes to read this article to determine the quality and value of diamonds via the famous five C's of grading, in my opinion. This is sort of the uh, bro's guide to diamonds here. So in my humble opinion, now real talk, the most important factor is size. Yeah, I mean, how big it is really does matter. Carat weight is numero uno in my opinion, and I think in many guys' opinion and girls' opinion. So we'll leave it at that. The, the thing is, most people can't tell you the difference between the other three attributes. They only see how big the freaking thing is. For those of you who know a thing or two about diamonds, and I, I guess I include myself in this category, is that cut is the second most important thing. Cut is that sparkle factor. How much the diamond shines based on the angles of the cut. And I went and got the top grade cut because this is where the big wow factor comes in. Second, of course, how big it is, size. The other two attributes are color and clarity. And you can kind of, you know, I don't care about these. Some people could actually like a little color. The higher price ones are supposedly colorless. So with people's, you know, wanting different things, and I personally just threw this out the window. So I set my, on the websites, what you can do is you can search your search criteria to have all these levels in these other two characters, the color and clarity, the unimportant ones down to the bottom rung. I just took out the worst ones for some strange reason, you know, exactly for the reason why you don't buy the cheapest wine on the menu. But these days I, I just do that. I don't care. <laughs> so I put those two on the second to the lowest rung and I sorted the other one for cut the best cut, like I said earlier. My $40,000 loss in my first limited partner role back in 2013 taught me not to work with just any guy you don't know, like, or trust. Problem is, for most investors, they just don't have many options, and they jump into the deal out of scarcity. Introducing simple passive lending for access to first lien short-term lending opportunities back with a secure note to a property. Check out simplepassivecashflow.com backslash lend or text the word MONEY to 314-665-1767. Again, for more information, check out simplepassivecashflow.com backslash LEND or text MONEY to 314-665-1767. RareCarrot.com seemed to have the best selection of diamonds, but the ring selection seemed to be lacking. So after a side-by-side comparison of Blue Nile and James Allen, I found James Allen's to be a little bit cheaper, maybe about a few thousand cheaper for the same diamond, which, you know, of course, I'm not an expert here, but that's what I found. So at the end of the day, I knew what my budget was. So I was just trying to get the best bang for my butt. In other words, the money was allocated. And this is how I mentally thought about this process of buying non-income producing assets. So everybody's like, oh my God, like Lane's buying these totally bad investments and just buying sort of doodads here, which it is. I mean, but you know, I mean, as you grow your net worth and this is, I guess this is a pretty important thing, I guess. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, you know, a lot of you guys know, I like to use that Mr. Rebates thing. It's sort of a portal on the internet that you go and you get a few percent points of, of cash back. At when the deal closes, there was no uh, James Allen on mysterybase.com. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you really should check out the show notes and sign up for my uh, Mr. Rebates link so you guys can get in on the action. You know, a lot of times at normal places like, you know, eBay, I'm getting 1% back, which is, you know, okay, I guess people aren't getting excited about that. 
but I routinely buy like Groupons on there at like 6% on cashback. So what you do is you go to the website, you, you make a, a login and then you go to their, you click through their link to go through a portal to go to Groupon or Macy's or, or eBay. And then you buy through it there and they supposedly credit your account and get you a check in the future for that certain percentage. But anyway, check out the show notes for that. But back to the whole ring thing, you know, you can spend a, a fortune on the carrot weight, color, clarity, and cut. But like I said earlier, the most important fifth C is of all is confidence, which you can't really buy. A lot of my single high net worth friends will say, you know, who do, by the way, get a lot of dates. They're not a bunch of weirdos. A lot of them will say that they don't see the value of getting married in this modern era, other than if you'd like to have kids. And I guess I definitely understand that perspective to some extent. I think that's one thing I try and do is always have an open mind. And I think everybody should have an open mind to all ideas. And every, every point is sort of valid at the end of the day. So this kind of makes buying this archaic stone or may or may not have been a blood diamond if you're into that stuff. It just complicates things. But as a recovering cheapo, and you guys can see my uh, shameful list of things I used to do to save money at simplepassivecashflow.com backslash cheapo, C-H-E-A-P-O. You know, I understand that money is not evil these days, and you can buy a variety of things like freedom, time, and happiness. So this purchase is just a perfect example of that, just buying a little bit of happiness, and that's fine. I think it's a great celebration as you go up in, in the net worth as it's a sort of a milestone along the way. The way I see it, marriage is a lot like playing with leverage. It's a little bit more risk than going it alone. But the reward, if done right, is disproportionately greater. And I will cite the sharp ratio adjusted risk to good return on graph there in the show notes if you want to truly understand what I mean there. My first plan to kind of pop the big question was to buy this new CRV, Honda. That's a Honda CRV. It's an SUV. Uh, note, I'm all over this uh, whole buying Mercedes, Tesla, or other expensive cars. I had a Mercedes for a year. As you guys know, I got into a car accident and the, the thing, it's a great car. I mean, I didn't even feel getting hit, but apparently the car got totaled. And now I'm just riding around this electric bike, which I think is super fun. I'm writing that to work every day. But yeah, so that nice car kind of got a little tiresome or it didn't, didn't have that cool factor after a while. I felt like I was driving around a Jetta and it was just kind of money going to something I didn't really care about. I, I always thought it was like, I, I'm driving mostly towards financial freedom at this point. And that's really how I get off these days. That's, it's not all the little toys and stuff like that. But I, I digress again. So my original idea was to pop the question, buying this car and maybe putting in the car. You know, I had my VA scrape all the Honda contacts to, you know, get all their emails and had this great system of putting, pinning them against each other because they don't really like how car salesmen do their tactics. So I was going to play their game against them. And, you know, by the way, I lease cars. I did the math and it makes more sense for sophisticated investors who get little higher returns than the average folks to always lease their car because you want less money out there. You want to always want to keep as much money so you can invest that. But I scrapped the idea of proposing at the car dealership because my buddy mentioned, hey, dude, you don't want to propose at a car dealership. Again, a great takeaway that everyone has a blind spot and it's good to have people around you to bring up your counterpoints. Yeah, so everything went well and we are working towards this uh, due diligence period and hopefully we can... Uh, what was the deal?
And uh, thanks for following Simple Passive Cashflow Onward and Upward. See you guys next time. Bye. The preceding Lane Hack was approved by Lane Kawaoka, an efficiency and productivity expert, traditionally educated with a BS in industrial engineering, masters in civil engineering and construction management, and professionally licensed engineer in Washington State. With over a decade of infield experience, supervising construction crews, and managing over $100 million capital projects in both bureaucratic, public, and corporate private sectors. And by the way, every situation is different, and remember to think for yourself.